3: terms and conditions apply
1: <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts connect the alarm change the podcast you stream connect the snooze 10 more minutes to dream connect the shower lather up with the news sports talk comedians or movie reviews connect with that 3 hour philosophy show
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I am a peacock. you
0: got to let me fly.
2: Damn right. Big money being handed out today in Major League Baseball, the National Football League. We'll get to the football signing in a second. But, uh... Maybe Freddie Freeman's agent should have said, Hey, wait a minute, if Chris Bryant can get seven years and hundred and eighty two million, why am I getting six and one hundred sixty two? Uh, the deal comes in. Again, and this shows you again how bad The Chris Bryant deal is Freddie Freeman is a Dodger six years and one hundred and sixty two million dollars. It's an all star lineup with that money. He can buy two, maybe three tankfuls of gasoline in Los Angeles. Uh, It is some kind of move because Freddie Freeman is still a great player. It still is even more baffling on how Chris Bryant got that kind of money from the Rockies. Seven years, $182 million for a guy that hasn't really been good in three years, that hasn't been healthy, has driven in 100 runs once, and yet... We want him. No, no, no. We don't want to pay Nolan Arenado anymore. The guy's a Hall of Famer, but no, 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 no. Trevor Story, yeah. We're going to maybe re-sign him. We're not sure. He's been great. No, no. Give us Chris Bryant, who's overrated and not been healthy. Let me give him money that nobody else in the league was going to give him. I mean it, Mike. I I get the last couple years of a deal could wind up being bad for a team, but this contract with Chris Bryant, this could wind up being the worst contract in baseball since Miguel Cabrera. I mean, that's how bad the, the production you're going to get combined with the money you are giving up. Are you I mean, the Rockies, it's, I, I don't understand. I don't understand, I, I, maybe something happens when you get caught in a, hey, we're a small market team, we don't pay for guys for a while, then suddenly the money's burning a hole in our pocket and we got to get rid of it and give it to somebody. You could have given that money and spread that out to so many. You could have spread that money out around like seven or eight different middle relievers and at least you would have had a really good bullpen. You could have done something. No, no, let's give all of this money to Chris Bryant. I mean it. Chris Bryant, overrated. He gets a lot of, of, of attention because they won the World Series with the Cubs in 2015 As you said, look, he and Rizzo were the faces of that team. He had two really good years in 2015 and 2016, but he's been a guy since then. He's been just a guy, right? That's what he's been. We need Mike Mag to come on the show just so we can call somebody a jag so we can say he's just a guy. But that's someone who – tell me one other team in Major League Baseball that wanted to give Chris Bryant that money. At least I know if you want to give Freddie Freeman that money, this is a guy who's still really good, won the MVP a year ago, still a guy that's going to hit 300, he's going to drive in 91. Runs going to hit 30 home runs at least in the middle of that Dodgers lineup. Now, forget it. He's going to play in 155 to 160 games. I, I don't understand. I don't get how Chris Bryant got that money.
0: Yeah, I look at it, and and obviously, outside of the shortened 2020 season, 34 of the 60 games, he's going for 144 games or more. So he's been available. But the thing is, the the overall production since 2016 – I mean, that's the high point. And then solid year in 2017, still top 10 MVP and and such. But then it's a decrease. And all those guys that were supposed to play together in Chicago, and this was going to be this nucleus that was a juggernaut for years, it started to disintegrate. Joe Madden gets let go, and slowly but surely it all splinters away to where Bryant ends up going to the Giants last year for 51 games, 22 RBIs there. He had 51 uh, with the Cubs in his 93 games uh, before leaving. But, like, the batting average for the career is 278. Right, you look at Freddie Freeman, two ninety five career hitter. When we we look at his power numbers, thirty-one guys hit between twenty five and twenty nine home runs last year. With that many more ahead of them. Okay? I mean a lot of home runs. Like there that's ubiquitous. Right? There's there's nothing special about a guy who's a corner infielder and outfielder hitting 25 home runs and driving in 75 runs again it's not my money always stipulate to this when it comes to contracts the only reason i would care about it if it's going to preclude you from making another move and i right and and that's the thing when you look at it for colorado what else were they going to do is this going to keep them from making any other move probably not they just decided to go all in. I, I don't know if they still think they can trade on Chris Bryant's name with the fans. Because I'm not saying it's putting a lot of butts in seats, but at least placates them saying, well, we know that name. Right? MVP, rookie of the year. This is a guy that, that has you know the CV uh, of a high-quality high player in his history. Problem is, like we do with the NFL and everywhere else, once we get past four or five years uh, since you were great, Right? the old, hey, this guy was a quarterback in a Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, that's a long time ago, mm-hmm. Russell Wilson. Uh, or in <laughs> you know, certain Joe Flacco, who resigns with the Jets. I mean, that's a long time ago since those guys were ruling the, the landscape of their sport in the NFL. Likewise, Chris Bryant, it's been years since he's been that guy for a fantasy baseball squad or where you're naming tops at a position that that he comes into the conversation. So I would love to be a fly on the wall of what said, "Hey, this is we have to get this guy." Right? Is is there something about him being such a great clubhouse guy and teacher that there's some value there? I suppose not <laughs> on the grand scale, but the the production Again, unless you're banking on the Colorado numbers that made heroes of Ellis Burks and Dante Bichette, Larry Walker and such all those years ago, it it just seems foolhardy. But you made your splash. There you go. Hey, look, we tried. We got Chris
2: Bryant. They got Freddie Freeman. You (laughs) say Ellis Burks and I remember because Ellis Burks is on my very first fantasy baseball team. He's one of my
0: favorite guys, so I had to bring him in there. He
2: was on my very first fantasy Back when fantasy we were opening team. all sorts of
0: 1988 product, and it was how many Jeffries did you get and how many yeah. Ellis
2: Burks? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, you know, Jeffries was my guy, right? If, if, yeah,
0: I made he, a lot of if, money if, off Greg Jeffries between score and <laughs> <laughs> score rack cases and, and all the inserts you had there and the Fleer.
2: Yeah, no, he was good to us. Oh, man. Uh, the Jason Smiths are <laughs> with Mike Carmen live from the Fox Sports radio studio. So, yes, Freddie Freeman's contract is good because he's still good. Chris Bryant is bad because he's not. I don't get it. But one contract that seems bad but isn't because we're talking about money right now, money here, money there. Von Miller headed to the Buffalo Bills, teach the Buffalo Bills, headed to the Buffalo Bills for six years and $120 million. Now, for a minute, you say, wait a minute, did the Rockies sign Von Miller? No, no, Von Miller went to the Bills for six years and $120 million. Now, honestly, this turns out to be a three-year deal, and it's about $51 million guaranteed, including $45 million at signing. Now, you would say, okay, wait a minute, just how can you say this is a good deal, this is a, You're talking about a linebacker who's 32 years old and he's going to be 33 in a week. Uh, how is this good? Here's how this is good. The Buffalo Bills teach, the Buffalo Bills, the Bills need three things. They need leadership, they need playoff performance, especially defensively, and they need a running back. Okay, now, Von Miller, I can't do anything about a running back. Well, they tried to (laughs) – McKissick almost went and
0: then decided to go back to the commanders. Yeah. I mean, think about about the problems he would have solved in terms of being a receiver out of the backfield, all of those things, but – there's so many factors at play, right? People say, well, why would you go back to the commanders instead? It's not a matter of them being a great team. You know, you you might have a bunch of personal reasons and comfort reasons. And
2: if the money's the same, you stay where you are. Hey, what are the winters like in Buffalo? Let's not talk about that right now. Let's talk about what bringing you to Buffalo would mean. No, but what's the winter like? Nah, I, I don't want, we don't want to talk about September. Whoa, September? I'm sorry, did I say September? I didn't mean the winter starts in September in Buffalo. I didn't mean to say that. Um, <laughs> the Bills need two things of the like they need a running back obviously but they need leadership because as you saw when things got tough last year they didn't quite have the leadership they needed when things got difficult especially following the Big loss of the Patriots, which was the Patriots' peak when they threw three passes uh, on national TV, and you saw defensive players like Poyer just implode. Yeah, just a couple as of good
0: drop a, passes, and we got a different yeah. game. Look, as, as good a player they as, had to They would have had to throw the ball it if Jiggs would have caught might, that touchdown pass. <laughs> <laughs> it was in his hands. Yeah. He catches everything else. Uh,
2: but as good as Josh Allen is— This is a team that still needs a little bit of leadership that can quell things like Cole Beasley making noise about being not vaccinated. And that becomes a story. You need more leadership on that team. Von Miller brings it. What else do you need? You need playoff performance. And Von Miller is still somebody who puts a lot of teeth in a defense. And you saw you had a sack in the Super Bowl, part of that dominant Rams unit that really the, the Bengals had one play right? As good as the Bengals are, they had one play and it shouldn't have even counted because it was the pass interference touchdown, right? Shouldn't have even counted. That's the only play they had the entire game. And Von Miller was at the head of that, right? He had a quiet first half. In the second half, he was fantastic. Uh, That's what the Bills need. The Bills need that in the playoffs. They need that. They need that leadership. So yeah, when you don't need a lot, you can spend this kind of money on Von Miller. We're going to give it all to him now. Look, $45 million do now. We're going to give it all to him now. Okay. And it works because now you're not in for as much when it goes into year two and year three uh, this is kind of a two-year investment for someone you're hoping can be the final piece of the puzzle like the cardinals did. they brought in jj watt he's going to be that big leadership piece even though he's not quite the player he was he's close enough um the Bills don't need a lot. There's not, there's not crazy stuff you got to go out and get. So, yeah, you can go and afford to spend this kind of money on Von Miller. Khalil Mack was a great get for the Chargers, right? Part of the, the defensive overhaul they had this offseason. Now they got the best defense probably in the NFL. Um, this is starting to become a thing. When the Rams win the Super Bowl, going after guys for a couple of years because they're proven players that still have a lot left in the tank, okay, so Khalil Mack goes, and Von Miller is suddenly a guy that can get this kind of money. The Rams showed teams that you can still do that still pay guys who are 30, 31, 32 years old as long as they're performing. This is really a two-year deal uh, for Von Miller's getting all his money now. That's why it works for the Bills. They have very few needs. This is one of them. He fills two out of the three of the needs just by himself. I mean, I'm sorry he's not a running back, but there's nothing we can do about that.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I love the fact that in the AFC West, just to continue what you were saying there, I mean, obviously Khalil Mack and, and the additions there, to, to balance the squad and say hey you know we're not going to we'll be in shootouts but we're going to have the guys to make a stop. I love that the rest of the teams are making big plays too. We talked about it earlier. Randy Gregory and the weirdness that went on with Dallas before he ends up in Denver. You got Reed that goes to Kansas City with the presumption that the Honey Badger is leaving and going to New Orleans is where he's most most often mentioned. But then Chandler Jones ends up part of the Raiders today. So I mean you you've got some chess matches. Um, uh, going on there on the defensive side, which is pretty exciting. And then, obviously, when you look at Von Miller, you're not expecting the back end of that contract to really mean a whole lot. A, a lot of it is you, you've got a really nice young core for the most part on this Buffalo defense, right? Rousseau and Oliver up front, you add Von Miller in the in the defensive backfield, you're going to get Tredavious White back from injury. Hyde and Poyer, you already mentioned. So I mean, you you've got a squad that that has its base, and now with with Von Miller coming in and should be able to operate a lot like he did with the Rams. Big time player, big time performer. You know, one of those guys that week to week you're going to get production, but playoffs there's guys that hit other levels, and he's shown it in two playoff. And Super Bowl runs now with two different squads so yeah you push all in when you have an opportunity because again you've already paid Josh Allen right he's already got his cash but the other component pieces are gonna come up looking for theirs soon enough so now it's go find yourself a running back we watched more go off the board right Mostert ended up as a dolphin so curious if there's any veterans that find their way to Buffalo, but certainly the draft there. there's a number of players in the mid-rounds that, that should be able to help you. But Vaughn Miller, leadership, pedigree, and a guy that can can calm, calm a young squad uh, and, and guys that are just learning how that second season truly works. Yeah, I, I think there's a lot there. And don't tell me that a lot of it wasn't motivated by going back and watching the game tape of that excruciating OT loss again and again and again (laughs) because what do we say you needed one stop maybe this is the guy that
2: gets it yeah need one? can we get one no can't get all right all right be sure to
3: catch live editions of the jason smith show with mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m eastern
1: 7 p.m pacific there's no distance too far for the perfect trip hi checking in for or the perfect table hey where are you
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show, with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I've had sex with him like 50, 60 times. On camera. You always got to play the on-camera tie shirt. It's always got to say on camera. Is that a true on TV show or not? That's uh oh, hang on. Not a true TV show. You are correct. <laughs> not a true TV show. Uh, coming up, we will play another round of True TV or Not TV, one of the well, listen, between that and the Magic Johnson Twitter game, I mean, that that's like two game show ideas for a lifetime, like Merv Griffin. Oh, look at Innovation. these game show ideas. But Well, it's like uh, Sherwood Schwartz, who did
0: every iteration of the Brady Bunch <laughs> and Gilligan's Island until he was defeated, and then his – uh, his kids picked that up and kept the <laughs> line going for another couple of
2: decades. Mm. Uh, well, what did you say, Tyshirt? Someone stole our bit? What well, I literally
4: have ESPN on in front of me, and it's Dan Lebitar and it says real or fake TV shows, and they're showing names and laughing at it. So,
2: Wow. Everybody's stealing true TV. What's up with that? Friends. Frauds. Hey, information is free. Information Jeez. is free. You go hey, steal Dan, stuff? here's go steal your stuff. fail ale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Twitter and I'm about a fresca? Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason are with Mike Harmon. Now, speaking of true TV or not, right? We had the big thriller tonight on true TV. Notre Dame had to wait until it was officially St. Patrick's Day to beat Rutgers. And now uh, they move on into the first round of the NCAA tournament. Um, now, speaking of the tournament. First round begins in a few hours. Everybody, anytime the first day of the tournament's on St. Patrick's Day, that is a double barrel of crazy-ass yeah. uh, so it's I had all now. those uh, vasectomies, and you've got a party. True, true. You know, I remember uh, a while ago, Dan Patrick once did a bit on he tried to call in sick the first day of the tournament, and he taped it. Like, he tried to call in sick, like, 15 minutes before his show started, and they actually taped the phone call with one of the executives who had no idea that he was trying to call in sick. And he was like and, – and, and, the, and the guy was like, the NCAA tournament's going on right now. What do you mean I'm sick? What do you mean you're sick? You can't make it. <laughs> it's a really funny bit. It was, it was really good. I like good. that. Uh, uh, so – Without further ado, Mike and I are now going to give you our final four picks for the NCAA tournament. Hopefully you're playing in the bracket challenge against us. Details at FoxSportsRadio.com. Still time to sign up and play. Uh, you got time until 11 o'clock tomorrow morning, uh, East Coast time, to go do it. Uh, If you fill out a perfect bracket, it's a million dollars. If you win, you get a 48-inch TV by ViewSonic. So it's a pretty cool thing. So here are Mike and I's final four picks. Mike, uh, why don't you go first? Tell, tell me who you like in the final four, then I'll give you mine.
0: Locked and loaded. A couple of number ones. Uh, I tried to get myself off the chalk. Of Gonzaga. Now, I, I saw something earlier, and, and I'll, I'll give you the uh, the tidbit when you you disclose yours, because you know, funny feeling what you're going to give me. Uh, but Gonzaga and Arizona are my two number ones to run through the West and South, respectively. Uh, the the South is an interesting bracket; some good depth there uh, at the top, and then you've got Michigan in there, uh, which is. Well, that's kind of funny. Uh, and then you've got the East and Midwest, uh, UCLA, a team I've watched quite a bit on in our window, obviously, here in Southern California. And, and they're a squad, given their pedigree, they've been there, done that, uh, ret- a lot of returning uh, heavyweights there to make a run. Look, but if they go go broke shooting-wise, they, they could be in for a uh, very quick out. For Gonzaga, They're just too much depth. Like this seems to be like the year uh, that they get over in two decades of dominance, uh, winning their conference time and time again, hell uh, six times in the last nine years, they've been either a number one or a number two, five number ones and one number two seed for them. Uh, It feels like this could be uh, that time to break through. And then the other one, which became a popular pick for popular people. And certainly with my big 10 ties, people are going to go Homer, Uh, but I'm looking at Keegan Murray. Uh, I, as a guy who could be one of those stars, right, that you can ride towards uh, big events. We start seeing the the fun of NBA draft talk because that starts flowing in uh, as well as your bracketology, of course. But I've got Iowa coming out of the Midwest.
2: Mm, see, I like Iowa, too. I like a lot of those teams uh, that you're talking about. Um, my Final Four has a bit of a distinct one-conference flavor. But first things first... I'm taking Duke to win it all. Look I know I'm, I'm buying into the storyline a little bit with Mike Krzyzewski's last year. I know I'm doing this. I get it. But Duke is also really good, right? And, and you don't know what kind of, uh, let's just say, what kind of karma might come Duke's way in this final year with Coach K and what kind of foul calls. What if it goes mayor. the other way? Oh yeah. uh-huh. Hey, everybody's fouled out in the first four minutes. Good luck, Shishovsky. <laughs> Let's see if this works for you. Um, but you never know what kind of you know. You never know who could wind up fouling sure. out of a game. Who could wind up getting a very generous call at the end? No, but look, Duke is a really good team, right? They're a two seed for a reason. Like they got they got beat up by Virginia Tech, and, and Virginia Tech's a pretty good team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but i have pretty watched- good for an eleven seed. Yeah, they're yeah, interesting. I, I, Yeah, I've watched. I thought they'd be higher after beating Duke, but you know what? Okay. Because that's a a win that normally uh, catapults teams a little bit higher. But all right. uh, Look, I still believe in Duke. I watched them play a lot this year, and they can win any kind of game. And and it's one of those teams where there's a couple of guys that can make big shots at the end. Uh, Duke is going to be a really, really tough out. And I know maybe I'm binding the storyline a little bit, but I like Duke. I like So did some other better, buddy. Yeah, I mean, look, three hundred grand. I, I, know, at I know. Seventeen to one. I know. That's what makes me feel bad. Is that everybody's betting Duke now? Like that. Well, those the, are the, the, the most
0: exposure is Duke and Gonzaga.
2: Yeah. So that makes me think that that's not going to happen. And uh, uh, but you know, look, somebody's got to win, right? So so Shorter. Duke, Baylor, Baylor's still really good. I know. Well, the second year, Baylor is still really good, man. Baylor, that's why I got Baylor going to the Final Four. My other two teams, I I feel like I'm taking a little bit of a chance because they're in loaded brackets, but the SEC is loaded itself. They have so many good teams at the top. I'm taking Auburn, and I'm taking Tennessee, right? The one thing that will travel well is defense. Tennessee plays great defense, right? No matter what kind of team you're playing against, that will serve you well in the NCAA tournament. Auburn is so talented. Their bigs are dominant. The one thing they, tr- they have trouble with is they don't hit their threes. They, you know, if you force them to try to hit threes to win a game, that'll be difficult for them. But how many teams can do that? Anybody can fall victim to the one hot shooting team that hits a bunch of threes and wins. But Auburn is just so loaded everywhere. It's going to be hard for me to see Auburn losing before the final four. So I'm going Duke, Baylor, Auburn and Tennessee, a 1, a 1, a 2, and a 3, and Duke winning it all. Again, I feel like a sap, and I'm falling it, but I'm like, you know what? No, I I, 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 I think this is how it's going to wind up ending for Coach K with a national championship.
0: Where did you try to stick Syracuse into the bracket? Which uh, which region did you uh, try to tamper with?
2: I had them in their own – in the central New York region. I had them in their own region. Okay. And I had them with Buffalo and Colgate. But then I realized, wait, 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 Colgate actually. So I, I, I had them in. They, they played a couple of other teams from the Finger Lakes region uh, in, in greater New York. So I had them winning the Central New York uh, tournament. So they Yeah, my,
0: my big, big fear with Duke is that, and Frostburg is in all caps uh, kind of backing it up, is that Duke almost lost to Syracuse while Buddy Beheim was in sweats and Jimmy took over. Yeah that that, that game kind of scared me. It well look Syracuse G- given is, how poor uh, your squad outside yeah, of but, Buddy the, Bay, but the I, thing is look, all year.
2: certain teams are bad matchups and Syracuse has always been a really tough matchup for Duke Right? They, beat them the, they beat them three times this year. So, I, 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 you know, okay, the third time you play a team, it's going to be difficult, but they still wound up beating them three times. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's still one of those things that, hey, they're a tough matchup, but they still won all three games. Yeah, there's not a lot I could do about that. They still won. Succeed and proceed. It's that time of year, man. Style points
0: don't matter. And if you're betting mm. against the spread in some of these games, good luck. Because you haven't watched them, but you're going to get sucked into it. If you're in Las Vegas, heading to Las Vegas, pace yourself. Don't get sucked into the dual celebratory mode or triple if you are celebrating Rick Bucher's birthday into the (laughs) night and into the morning. Uh, Between that, St. Patrick's Day and the arrival of the NCAA tournament. Remember, mix in a a glass of water uh, or five and and friends, look out for your other friends because you know who the lightweight is in your group.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball.
2: In a day that was loaded up with all kinds of contract. We'll have more on Freddie Freeman's deal to the Dodgers coming up in a few minutes. Uh, Russell Wilson, brand new Denver Broncos quarterback, met the media for the first time today as a member of the Broncos. And uh, to say Russell Wilson has lofty ambitions is putting it kind. Here's what he wants to accomplish over the rest of his career.
3: Well, uh, first of all, my goal is to play 10 to 12 more years and hopefully win three to four more Super Bowls. That's, that's the plan. So I mean, think that's, that's the mindset. Um, that's why I came here, to, to hopefully be able to finish my career here and to finish on the top as a champion. You know, at the end of the day, it's about the work, though. It's every day, the consistency of it, the obsession of it, uh, the wild obsession of, of the work and doing it right every single day and not, le- not, letting, not letting up ever.
2: Okay, he sounds like a guy that I, this is what I feel like I should say. I want to retire here. You haven't been there for more than five minutes. How can you tell me you want to you retire there? You don't, you don't even know what it's like. You haven't played one down there. How about, hey, I'm here. I want to win. And then he goes on with a three or four more Super Bowls. How arrogant is that? Just say, we got to win a Super Bowl. I want to win three or four more. Hey, you know what? You could have won two, but you threw a craptastic pass on the goal line that got picked off, okay? For all the, hey, they shouldn't have called that play, you still threw that pass and you threw it a little bit behind and that's why it was able to get knocked up in the air and you threw a pick and you lost the Super Bowl. I mean, I, I get it, but Wilson, I always get the sense, and you know, I, I felt this way with, with Ben Roethlisberger, and I'm getting that the same way with Russell Wilson, is that I want to put out an image of myself and I'm going to say things that I feel like should be said. I don't know if I'm getting the real Russell Wilson or not because I get statements like this, three or four more. How arrogant is that, man? Just say we got to win a Super Bowl. I want to retire here. Dude, you're not even there for more than five minutes, okay? I mean, you don't even know what what it's all about right there. Yes, you wanted to find your way to Denver. You wanted to find your way out of Seattle. Great, you got there. You think it's going to be great. You haven't lived there for a day. All right, so just let's stop for a second with this and and, and be real. But I see this and I go – Man, what's he saying? Three or four more Super Bowls. Can you, can you imagine Zach Wilson saying that? Hey, you know, goal is to win three or four Super Bowls here with the New York Jets. Wait, why is everybody laughing? Why are you laughing at me? I mean, so when I see Russell Wilson speak, I go, he's just talking the talk. I, 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 really, I, I see him say stuff, and I, and, and I say to myself, what's he, does he even know what he's saying? Does he, I mean, really? I mean, the, I'm going to make sure that people know how much I love them, how much I love the city of Denver. No. Fans are smart. People are smart. They understand when someone's being genuine, and someone who's paying lip service, and someone who is just talking to talk. And three or four. Why not say five or six Super Bowls? I want to play fifteen more years. I want to play till I'm fifty. <laughs> right now, I'm going to play till I'm forty-five. Just, j- just, just say what you think. And just, it's okay if you say, "Hey, this is the goal. Let's worry about this year. Let's go forward from here." That's kind of how you have to proceed because th- th- this, I I'd look at it, and I just roll my eyes at it.
0: Well, I also enjoyed the fact that, hey, I was on vacation, and I watched all 17 regular season games and the preseason games to know what I'm walking into. (laughs) I'm on vacation with my baby girl and my wife, and yes, that's what I was doing. Anybody buy that one? I'm not buying that one either. That seemed like a hard sell to me not that he didn't review some tape not that he didn't familiarize himself before the decision and the no trade clause and everything else but add that to the three or four no because look he's, he's very strategically trying to win over the Denver crowd right he's already been out in the community a bunch which is great which is part of the guy that we know the rest of it is some sort of facade, Mister Unlimited, and his nano bubbles. Uh, it'll be fun theater. But thinking that you're suddenly walking in and three to four Super Bowls is. Uh, I like stated goals like that. Right, aim high and and, and roll from there. But uh, obviously, it's tomfoolery, and it's really the. Hey, I'm going to be alongside where Brady was before this is done, is really what the, also that, that was, right? Let me let me put us in lofty because now I'm in the aikman bradshaw montana brady run of quarterbacks all time and who knows if tb12 uh, recovery where works so well maybe the nano bubbles can be his savior as well i do like that seattle immediately started adding all sorts of offensive line pieces once he was out the door though that is great <laughs> theater if there ever was wait they came to an agreement with who you can hear him on that private jet cursing 30,000 feet in the air.
2: <laughs> uh, 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 you, Pete! <laughs> hey, watch what I can do right here. Look at what <laughs> I'm passing over right now. This is what I'm going to do. Wait, they added another tackle? They added who? <laughs> Oh now they have! To. Oh, oh now now he figured it out. Jerks! <laughs> hey, here's the blank. You Russell Wilson middle finger tour where we're <laughs> we're gonna go out and get the guys he wanted us to get for years. Well, we, now- we made
0: a bunch of additions on defense, <laughs> <laughs> and- <laughs> all for Drew Locke. We're doing it all for Drew. <laughs> he was all fired up. He posted about his excitement of showing up. But yeah, yeah adding sure. to adding to the offensive line is really. Yeah. A nice kick in the teeth on the way out. I gotta yeah, he, dig
2: that. He's loud for a guy who's going to lose a starting job to Geno Smith. He's really, he's really, or loud. a quarterback who's not yet on the roster. <laughs> Twitter at Albata Fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Coming up next: uh, final thoughts on the big Freddie Freeman contract, what you need to know, and another round of True TV or Not TV. Our greatest. Non-Magic Johnson Twitter game game that we play is next right here, Fox.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific.
2: Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Run it back! (laughs) Run it back! (laughs) (laughs) There it is. Scared me. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, I'll tell you what. The Freddie Freeman news, he goes to the Dodgers for six years and $162 million this year. Um, this lineup that's going to be somewhat akin to Mookie Betts leading off, Trey Turner hitting second. Then you're going to have Freddie Freeman hitting third, Will Smith hitting cleanup. You have Max Muncy hitting fifth, most likely. You have Justin Turner, Cody Bellinger, A.J. Pollock. This this may – I don't know the last time, Mike, on paper – and it is on paper. You wait to see. But the Dodgers have been so good for so long, there's no doubt this is going to wind up being a great team. I don't know the last time I've seen a lineup this good. I mean, the Braves lineup a couple of years ago had the potential to be incredible, but it just wasn't. You know, Ronald Acuna got hurt. Dansby Swanson didn't really stay the star he was going to be. I thought that lineup was just relentless. But now you're talking about a team that one through nine with a universal DH and AJ Pollock probably hitting ninth. I don't know. I, I can't tell you the last time I've seen a lineup on paper this good. I mean, I haven't had time to go back and look, but I mean, h- how far do you have to go back for a lineup that was this bleepin' good? You probably got to go back to the American League in the '90s, maybe. Maybe one of the Yankee teams that won the World Series, the Indians in the mid '90s. I mean, that's how that's how yeah. monstrous this Dodger lineup looks.
0: Yeah, just from my own giggles, I'm going back to the 1982 Brewers, the Harvey Wallbangers. Oh, uh, with sure. With Ted Simmons behind the plate, 23 and 97. Cecil Cooper, 32 and 21. Robin Yount, 29 and 114. Molitor, uh 26 doubles, 19 home runs, 71 RBI, and a 302 batting average. Oglavy, 34 102. Gorman Thomas, 39
2: 112. You How know, about that? I, I mean, that's, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and I think the, the Red Sox in 78, uh, you know, a Butch Hobson batted ninth and Got he had like 30 done. home runs. I mean, that, I mean that, that's how far back you have to go.
0: That's how good this – oh, man. This I was dialing insane. up a little Don Money with six, uh, 16 home
2: runs off the bench for that Brewer squad as well. Ooh, man, I'll <laughs> tell you. Uh, the Jason Smiths with Mike Harmon live from the Fox Sports Radio Studios. Uh, time now to play our favorite game. Let's go. This is – The Drew Magic TV. of – uh, <laughs> This is – True TV or not TV. I give you the television show, and you tell me if it's a true TV show or not, because, look, here we are in college basketball tournament season. Games are on true TV. People are finding true TV for the first time. Where is it on my cable system? So let's get you accustomed to true TV. I'm going to give you a TV show. You tell me if it's a real show or if it's made up entirely by me, playing myself, Mike Harmon, David Gascon, Alex Tyshirt. Are you guys ready? Let's yeah, let's go. go. Yes, okay. Jason.
4: Yes. Hey, Steve. The Dogs yes.
2: of Paris. The Dogs of Paris. The show follows Paris Hilton hmm. as she balances her career with care for her large number of pet dogs who have their own property next to Paris's in Los Angeles.
4: Wait a minute. No. She's like no, a DJ. She might have she? one about
2: her DJ business. Yeah. The Dogs of Paris.
3: I'm going to say no, Jason. No.
2: Paris Hilton balancing her career with care for a large number of dogs hmm. who have their own property next to Paris's. Is Paris Hilton married now? It's yes. A no yeah. from you. I'm going to go no. No from Harmon. Okay.
4: Alex, waiting on you. You know, I feel like this is a made-up one, too, because she is DJing. I don't think she's doing that, so no. I don't think so. No.
2: Okay. Hey, Steve. That is? Yes, Steve. Not. Yeah. Let's go. So, Suck it, Jason. I mean, she there was on that okay. farm all that time. Okay. She was. That's why I, I thought I could get talking? you with that, with the dogs and the animals. Right, what farm up? are you talking
4: That's about, what I'm Mike? Saying. No, there
0: there was Which a, far? Paris was on a farm as a reality show oh. many, many years
3: ago. Walk yourself off the set. Oh, my god! What,
0: just because I have some knowledge and
2: you don't? <laughs> yeah. Pucker up, pal. <laughs> uh, the Masked Barber <laughs> is the Masked Barber. True TV or not, tonsorial experts attempt to cut and style hair wearing masks that inhibit their vision. The best haircut wins. Ooh, the masked barber. A
0: little leather. I like the outtakes. Look at you going. <laughs>
3: oh. hey, I would uh, say no, fans. but I dig it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, that's too far out there. I'm gonna go no.
4: Jason, you're a big fan of the Mass Singer. You're trying to parlay that into haircuts because I think uh, who knows the last time you got a haircut. Uh, oh. I'm going to say no. You made that up.
2: Mm, that is not. Yeah. Let's go. Suck it, Jason. Show. Not a true TV show. Okay. All right. Two for two. Paid off. Paid off. A game show in which college students vie to get their college student debt paid off. Paid off. Uh yeah, I, I'm on
0: board with this. I think this is a legit show. Uh, and if it's not, it'll star Joe Biden pretty soon, based yeah. on some of the <laughs> talking. So someone
3: from Congress that's going to be in the show. Um, <laughs> you know what? I, it's a good story. So I will go. Yes, Jason, it's
4: true. tv <laughs> You will own nothing and like it. I will say uh, no, but it will be soon. Pay off my debt.
2: Paid off. Is in fact, yeah, free really something, Harmony? You suck.
0: I got it right, ass. Oh, <laughs> still sounding good. No, I, I sh- loved you. I loved your enthusiasm with two minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> now he's enthusiastic after being all <laughs> low low-key low hey, all day.
2: <laughs> yeah, now, hey, now I'm coming alive. lot The food, man. I finally got one it's right in California. food,
4: my low key
2: Yeah, thanks. Hey, Dave.
4: Sorry, Jason. Hey, Dave. Sorry, Michael. <laughs> hey, Dave.
2: Thanks, Dave. <laughs> hey, uh, our best of podcast goes up in about ten or fifteen minutes from now on iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts. It is there. You can use the iHeartRadio app. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download it, rate us, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Going to hit a big milestone uh, for it uh, sometime in the in, in the next week or two, I believe. Uh, again. Jay Smith Show with Mike Harmon, Podcast, iTunes, wherever you listen to podcasts, That's coming up next. Speaking of what's coming up next, Ben Maller and Freddie Freeman all night long, Fox Sports Radio.
3: Hey, Dave. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm to front door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today.